This is a student-friendly podcast on NCRT Biology, Class 11 and 12, for neat preparation. Today, we will start with Human Physiology and the first chapter, chapter number 16, in the book of NCRT, Digestion and Absorption. Food is one of the basic requirements of all living organisms. The major components of our food are carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. Vitamins and minerals are also required in small quantities. Food provides energy and organic material for growth and repair of tissues. The water we take in plays an important role in metabolic processes and also prevents dehydration of the body. Biomacromolecules in food cannot be utilized by our body in uh, their original form. They have to be broken down and converted into simple substances in the digestive system. This process of conversion of complex food substances to simple uh, absorbable forms is called digestion and is carried out by our digestive system by mechanical and biochemical methods. General organization of the human digestive system is shown in figure 16.1 digestive system. The human digestive system consists of elementary canal and the associated glands. Elementary canal. The elementary canal begins with an anterior opening, the mouth, and it opens out posteriorly through the anus. The mouth leads to the buccal cavity or oral cavity. The oral cavity has a number of teeth and muscular tongue. Each tooth is embedded in a socket of jaw bone. This type of attachment is called thecodont. Majority of mammals, including human beings, forms two sets of teeth during their life. A set of temporary milk or deciduous teeth replaced by a set of permanent or adult teeth. This type of dentition is called diphyodont. An adult human has 32 permanent teeth, which are of four different types, heterodont dentition, namely incisor, canine, premolars, and molars. Arrangement of teeth in each half of upper and lower jaw in the order ICPMM is represented by dental formula, which in human is 21-23 on each of the upper and lower jaw. The hard chewing surface of teeth made up of enamel helps in the mastication of food. The tongue is freely movable muscular organ attached to the floor of the oral cavity by the frenulum. The upper surface of the tongue has small projections called papillae. 
some of which bear test buds. The oral cavity leads into a sh short pharynx which serves as a common passage for food and air. The esophagus and trachea opens into the pharynx. A cartilaginous flap called epiglottis prevents the entry of food into the glottis. Opening of the windpipe during swallowing. The esophagus is a thin long tube which extends posteriorly passing through the neck, thorax and diaphragm and leads to the J-shaped bag like structure called stomach. A muscular sphincter, gastroesophageal sphincter, regulates the opening of esophagus into the stomach. The stomach located in the upper left portion of the abdominal cavity has four major parts. A cardiac portion into which the esophagus opens, a fundus, fundus or fundic region, the body main central region and a pyloric portion which opens into the first part of small intestine given in 16.3 figure. Now small intestine is distinguishable into three regions a C-shaped duodenum, a long coiled middle portion jejunum and a highly coiled ileum. The opening of the stomach into the duodenum is guarded by the pyloric sphincter. Ileum opens into the large intestine. It consists of cecum, colon and rectum. Cecum is a small lined sac which hosts some symbiotic organisms. A narrow finger-like tubular projections that is vermiform appendix which is a vestigial organ arises from the cecum. The cecum opens into the colon. Now the colon is divided into four parts. Uh, an ascending colon and a transverse descending part and a sigmoid colon. The descending part opens into the rectum, which opens out through the anus. The wall of elementary canal from, uh, from esophagus to rectum possesses four layers, namely serosa, muscularis, submucosa, and mucosa. Serosa is the outermost layer and is made up of thin mesothelium, epithelium of visceral organs within some connect with some connecting tissues muscularis is formed by smooth muscles usually arranged into a inner circular and outer longitudinal layer an oblique muscle layer may be present in some regions the submucosal layer is formed of loose connective tissues containing nerves, blood, and lymph vessels. In duodenum, glands are also present in submucosa. The innermost layer lining the lumen of elementary canal is the mucosa.
This layer forms irregular folds named as rugi in the stomach and small finger-like foldings called villi in the small intestine. The cells lining the villi produce numerous microscopic projections called microvilli, giving a brush border appearance. This modification increases the surface area enormously. Villi are supplied with a network of capillaries and a large lymph vessel called the lacteal. Mucosal epithelium has goblet cells which secrete mu mucus that help in lubrication. Mucus also forms glands in the stomach, gastric glands, and crypts in between the bases of villi in the intestine, known as the crypts of Lubekun. All the four layers show modification in different parts of the elementary canal. Digestive glands. Digestive glands associated with the elementary canal include the salivary gland, liver, and the pancreas. Saliva is mainly produced by three parts of salivary gland. The parotid gland below the chin, uh, on the cheeks, at the palm, at the cheeks or on the cheeks. The submaxillary or submandibular, which is in the lower jaw, and the sublingualer, as it suggests, sublingual, as it suggests, below the tongue. This gland, situated just outside the buccal cavity, secretes salivary juice into the buccal cavity. Liver is the largest gland of the body weighing about 1.2 to 1.5 kg in an adult human. It is situated in the abdominal cavity just below the diaphragm and has two lobes. The hepatic lobes are the structural and functional units of liver containing the hepatic cells arranged in the form of cords. Each lobule is covered by a thin connective tissue sheath called the Gleason's capsule. The bile secrete, secreted by the hepatic cells passes through the hepatic duct and is stored and concentrated in a thin muscular sac called the gallbladder. The duct of gallbladder, which is also known as cystic duct, along with the hepatic duct form the liver, uh, from the liver forms the common bile duct. The duct, bile duct and the pancreatic duct open together into the duodenum as a common hepatopancreatic duct which is guarded by a sphincter called the sphincter of Audi. The pancreas is a compound elongated organ. Why it is compound? Because it secretes both exocrine and endocrine. It is both exocrine and endocrine. Situated 
between the limbs of C-shaped duodenum. The exocrine portion secretes an alkaline pancreatic juice containing enzymes and the endocrine portion secretes hormones, insulin and glucagon. Digestion of food The process of digestion is accomplished by mechanical and chemical processes. The buccal cavity performs two major functions, massification of the food and facilitation of swelling or swallowing as we say. The teeth and the tongue with the help of saliva masticate and mix up the food thoroughly. Mucus in saliva helps in lubricating and adhering the masticated food particles into a bolus. The bolus is then conveyed into the pharynx and then into the esophagus by swallowing or deglutition. The bolus further passes down through the esophagus by successive waves of muscular contraction called peristalsis. The gastroesophageal sphincter controls the passage of food into the stomach. The saliva secreted into the oral cavity contains electrolytes and enzymes, salivary amylase and lysozyme. The chemical process of digestion is initiated in the oral cavity by the hydro, uh, hydrolytic action of carbohydrate splitting enzyme, the salivary amylase. About 30% of starch is hydrolyzed here. By this enzyme, by this enzyme into a disaturide called maltose. Lysozyme. Wait a minute. Yes. Lysozyme present in saliva acts as an antibacterial agent that prevents infections. The mucosa of stomach has gastric glands. Gastric glands have three major types of cells, namely mucus cell and neck cells, which secretes mucus, peptic or chief cells, which secretes the proenzyme, pepsinogen, and parietal or auxintic cells, which secretes HCL and intrinsic factor, which is factors essential for absorption to of vitamin B12. The stomach stores the food for four to five hours. The food mixes thoroughly with the acidic gastric juice of the stomach by the churning movement of its muscular wall and is called chyme. The proenzyme pro pepsinogen on exposure to hydro, uh, hydrochloric acid gets converted into the active enzyme pepsin. The proteolytic enzyme of the stomach of the stomach. Pepsin converts proteins into peptone protease and peptones. The mucus and bicarbonate present in the gastric juice 
plays an important role in lubrication and protection of the mucosal epithelium from excoriation by the highly concentrated HCl acid. HCl provides the acidic pH. The pH is 1.8. Optimal for pepsin. Renin is a proteolytic enzyme found in gastric juice of infants which helps in the digestion of milk protein. Small amounts of lipase are also secreted by the gastric glands. Various types of movements are generated by the muscularis layer of the small intestine. These movements help in thorough mixing up of the food with various secretions in the intestine and thereby facilitate digestion. The bile secretion, uh, bile, pancreatic juice and the intestinal juice are the secretions released into the small intestine. Pancreatic juice and the bile are released thorough through the sorry through the hepatopancreatic duct. The pancreatic juice contains inactive enzymes, pepsinogen, chymotrypsinogen, pro um, procarbooxypeptidase, amylase, lipase and nuclease. Trypsinogen is activated by an enzyme enterokinase secreted by intestinal mucosa into active trypsin, which in turn activates the other enzymes in the pancreatic juice. The bile released into the duodenum contains bile pigments, which is bilirubin and biliverdin bile salts, cholesterol, and phospholipids, but not enzymes. Bile helps in mass emulsification of fat, that is, breaking down of the fat into very small muscles. Bile also activates lipase. The intestinal mucosal epithelium has goblet cells which secretes mucus. The secretion of the brush bordered cells of the mucosa along with succus intricus. This juice contains a variety of enzymes like disaturides, dipeptidase, lipase, nucleosidase etc the mucus along with the bicarbonates from the pancreas protects the intestinal muco mucosa from acid as well as provide an alkaline medium ph 7.8 for uh, for enzymatic activity submucosal glands runer's gland also help in this Proteins, protease, and peptones, partly, uh, partially hydrolyzed proteins in the kind reaching the intestine are acted upon by the proteolytic enzymes or pancreatic juice as given below. Carbohydrate 
in the chyme are hydrolyzed by pancreatic amylase into disaccharide. Fat are broken down by lipase with the help of bile into di and monoglycerides. <laughs> Nuclease in the pancre pancreatic juice acts on nucleic acids to form nucleotides and nucleosides. The enzymes in the succus entericus act on the end product of the above reactions to form the respective simple absorbable forms. This final step in digestion occurs very close to the mucosal epithelial cells of the intestine. The breakdown of biomacromolecules maintained mentioned above occurs in duodenum region of the small intestine. The small substance thus formed are absorbed in the jejunum and ileum regions of the small intestine. The undigested and unabsorbed substances are passed on to the large intestine. No significant digestive activities occur in the large intestine. The functions of large intestine are number one, absorption of some water, minerals and certain drugs. Number two, secretion of mucus which helps in adhering the waste, undigested particles together and lubricating it for an easy passage. The undigested unabsorbed substances called feces enter into the cecum of the large intestine through, through ileocecal valve which prevents the backflow of the fecal matter. It is temporarily stored in the rectum till defecation. The activities of gastrointestinal tract are under neural and hormonal control for proper coordination of different parts. The sight, smell, and or the presence of food in the oral cavity can simulate the secretion of saliva. Gastric and intestinal secretions are also similarly simulated by canal simulated by neural signals. The muscular activities of different parts of the elementary canal can be can also be more uh, moderated by um, by neural mechanisms, both local and through and through CNS. Hormonal control of secretion of digestive juices is carried out by local hormones produced by the gastric and intestinal mucosa. Absorption of digested products. Absorption is the process by which the end products of digestion passes through uh, through the intestinal mucosa into the blood or lymph. It, uh, it is carried out by passive, active, or facilitated transport mechanism. Small amounts of monosaturides li uh, like glucose, amino acids, and some electrolytes like uh, chloride ions are generally absorbed by a simple diffusion. The passage of these substances into the blood depends upon the concentration gradient. 
However, some substances like glucose and amino acids are absorbed with, uh, with the help of the carrier proteins. The, uh, this mechanism is called the facilitated uh, transport. Transport of water depends upon the osmotic gradient. Active transport occurs against the concentration gradient and hence requires energy. Various nutrients like amino acids, monosaturides to, uh, like glucose, electrolytes like Na+, are absorbed into the blood by this mechanism. Fatty acids and glycerol being insoluble cannot be absorbed in, uh, into the blood. They are first incorporated into small droplets called missiles, which move into the intestinal mucosa. They and they are reformed into a very small protein-coated fat and globule called the chylomicron, which are transported into the lymph vessels or lacteals in the villi. These lymph vessels ultimately release the absorbed substances into the blood stream. The absorption of the substances take place in different parts of the elementary canal like mouth, stomach, small intestine and large intestine. However, maximum absorption occurs in the small intestine. A summary of absorption, uh, sites of absorption and substances absorbed is given in table 16.1. The absorbed substances finally re uh, reach the tissues which utilize them, uh, utilize them for the, uh, their activities. This process is called assimilation. The digestive waste uh, solidifies into coherent feces in the rectum, initiate a neural reflex causing an urge or desire for re its removal. The ejection of feces to the outside through the anal opening, which is also known as desiccation, is voluntary process and is carried out by mass of peristaltic movements. Now, disease of digestive system. The inflammation of intestinal tract is most common elements du uh, during the bacterial or vi viral infections. The infections are also caused by the parasites of the intestine like tapeworm, roundworm, threadworm, hookworm, pinworm, etc. Jaundice. The liver is affected, skin and eyes turn yellow due to the de uh, deposit of bile pigments. Vomiting. It is the ejection of stomach contained through the mouth. This reflex action is controlled by vomit center in medulla. A feeling of nausea precedes vomiting. Diarrhea. The abnormal frequency of bowel movement and increased liquidity of the fecal discharge is known as diarrhea. It, it reduces the absorption of food. Constipation. In constipation, the feces are retained within the colon as the bowel movements occur irregularly. Indigestion. In this condition, the food is not properly digested, leading to feeling of fullness. The causes of indigestion are inadequate enzy uh, enzyme secretion, anxiety, food poisoning, overeating, and spicy food. PEM. Dietary deficiencies and protein 
of protein and total food calories are widespread in many underdeveloped countries of South and Southeast Asia. South America and West and Central Africa. Protein Energy Malnutrition or PEM may affect large sections of the population during drought, famine and political turmoils. This happened in Bangladesh during the Liberation War and Ethiopia during the severe drought in mid-18s. PEM affects infants and ch- uh, children to produce marasmus and quashiocor. Marasmus is produced by simultaneous defi- uh, deficiencies of protein and calories. It is found in infants less than a um, year in age. If mother's milk is replaced too early by other food which are poor in both proteins and calorie values, calorie values, this often happens if the mother has second pregnancy or childbirth when the older infant is still too young. In marasmus, protein deficiencies impairs, impairs growth and replacement of tissue proteins extreme emaciation of the body and thinning of leaves results the skin become dry, thin and wrinkled. Growth rate and body weight declines considerably. Even growth and development of brain and mental faculties are impaired. Quashiocor is produced by protein deficiencies unaccompanied by um, by calorie deficiency the result from the uh, replacement of mother's milk by a high calorie low protein diet in a child more than one year in age like marasmus quashiocor shows wasting of muscles thinning of limbs failure of growth and brain development but the unlike marasmus some fat is still left under the skin Moreover, extinctive oedema and swelling of body parts are seen. So, this is the digestive system. Chapter number 16. Thank you. Next time, we will start with the chapter number 17 known as breathing and exchange of gases i hope you like this podcast thank you